Welcome to Affiliate Marketing Millionaire, the official podcast for the number one affiliate marketing channel on YouTube with over 36 million views and counting. Here are your hosts, ODI Productions and Kit Thatch. All right, welcome back to yet another episode of Affiliate Marketing Millionaire Podcast. We are going to talk about something really cool today, which is sort of how far you actually can take affiliate marketing. And we're going to show you why a lot of you are thinking really small about affiliate marketing and some of the amazing opportunities that are out there. And we're going to be talking about million-dollar affiliate marketing websites. So before we jump into that, just going to turn it over to Odie real quick for a quick word from our sponsor. Hey guys, today's sponsor is JetPage, the easiest, simplest way to get an affiliate website in minutes that's optimized for SEO, passes core web vitals on desktop and mobile, and requires zero web design and maintenance. I've built countless websites from pure HTML, CSS, and transitioned to using WordPress. Now I use JetPage for all of my affiliate websites, and I wish this existed when I got started. Try JetPage free for 14 days with no credit card required by going to jetpage.co or simply Googling JetPage. I will also have my affiliate link in the podcast description as well. Awesome. So, Odie, I think what's what's going to be great today is that so many people, when they see affiliate marketing, they're stuck seeing these sort of like, hey, ClickBank, make five cents per lead kind of things. And we're always big on high ticket. So let's kind of talk about this this sort of side of affiliate marketing that I think a lot of people don't even know exists or that's even possible. Yeah. So guys, you know, and gals, I was looking through youtube videos on affiliate marketing to get ideas because now i'm back on youtube and i was looking for some inspiration and the problem that i see is a lot of the content today is really just focused on the short term it's about making money fast and typically these methods where you're focused on just some quick cash they don't last long they're not sustainable and you're simply not thinking big enough so what we're going to share with you today and what we're going to talk about is these million dollar affiliate websites that not only earned millions of dollars but sold for millions if not billions of dollars for some of these examples now i myself have created websites that have earned over a million dollars and I have not sold any that have been acquired or exited for uh, millions of dollars, which I probably could have at the peak of some of these different websites. But for me, I rather continue to run them. And cont- if it's profitable, like I never thought about selling. But these are people who did sell their affiliate sites. And again, these are basically just glorified blogs for the most part. And we'll go through some of the examples today. Obviously, they're very well made, you know, great layouts and a good strategy. But at the end of the day, these are just brands. They're brands with a website with content that was generating millions of dollars or maybe six figures, and they were able to sell for seven figures or more. So let's just jump into the first example that we have on this list, and that's Best Reviews. So Best Reviews is actually an older podcast episode that we talked about when the sale happened. And um, this website sold for $110 million. And so it really was an affiliate website. I mean, look at the name, Best Reviews. And it's funny because you know, before Google started to kind of crack down on gaming domains for usage in keyword optimization or SEO, I used to tell people to do something like, you know, somethingreviews.com or like best, you know, .com. So that used to be part of like what I used to tell people because it used to work and and maybe it still does today if your content is good. Um, but that said, you know, best reviews is just reviewing everything under the sun. It's similar to like Wirecutter, which is another 
multi-million dollar affiliate website that we'll discuss later. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, these websites, they are really just like started by people like you and me, but they just thought bigger than most people who are getting into affiliate marketing today. If you're just thinking about, I just want to make a couple sales and I want to make, you know, $100. Look, that's great. But at the end of the day, if you really, really want to make life-changing money, and we're talking the millions of dollars, whether it's through the commissions earned from the website or through a, an exit or acquisition from a bigger company, then that's what we want to kind of, you know, open your guys, you know, all of your eyes to. And Kit, you know, I want to ask, why do companies buy affiliate websites for some of these amounts of over $100 million? Yeah, so it's actually interesting because there's this big trend recently where companies are realizing how important affiliate marketing is. And I think yep. that's something a lot of affiliate marketers don't realize is how in demand they are. Like other fields, like say software engineering, they know how in demand they are. Affiliate marketers often sell themselves cheap until they kind of cross this chasm and get big and realize like, oh, I could be charging way more. Yeah. And especially as you start to get to be a decent sized affiliate channel, you can up your commissions. Like if you think of it from a company's perspective, Paid search is wildly expensive. So that's like those ads you see on Google. Companies are paying, hey, $200, $300, $400, $500 for a lead from Google search. If they can get a guaranteed sale from you, that's easily also worth several hundred dollars to them if they know their lifetime value. So realizing like this affiliate marketing is not sort of some random weird skill that's going away. This is becoming a bigger and bigger industry. More and more companies are hiring affiliate marketers to try and help them. And and they'll buy these sites for so much money because they go, hey, we're a big, you know, we're a big company. I believe Best Reviews was bought by like the group that owns the Chicago Tribune. We need mm -hmm. to make money via affiliate marketing. We don't know how to do it. Let's just buy somebody who already knows how to do it. Yeah. Totally agreed. I mean, it's hard to build these kind of assets. That's why I tell you guys to invest into building real tangible assets, whether that be a website with strong SEO and rankings, whether it be a big email list with paying customers. I want you guys to focus on building assets that you could sell off one day. And that's why you need to think bigger and think of in terms of like a big brand rather than just your personal brand. Now, a personal brand can still work totally if that's what you want to do for the rest of your life. But if you do want to make an exit and have a seven-figure payday in cash, this is what I've been teaching how to do, you know, all this time. And whether you want to just keep the business and keep running it yourself, that's what I prefer to do, or you want to get an exit, then you need to build a brand. And so when it comes to these affiliate websites and the reason why these big companies are buying it is because it's hard when you're a big company to just build trust if you, uh, you know, people look at you like a corporation. Affiliates, on the other hand, you know, as Kit was suggesting, so I regularly have meetings with large companies. We're talking over a billion dollars. And when they, when we negotiate commission, a lot of the time, it will be many, many times what is publicly advertised to like, let's say just like any affiliate who walks through the door. That is the power of being like a super affiliate and having that leverage is the beginning negotiation on the CPA, you know, the commission you get per sale is just way higher than what is advertised. Now, when I was starting out, I had to start with what was publicly advertised for a lot of these companies until I proved that I could get sales. And then they would either up it themselves or I would ask, you know, I just email my affiliate manager and just say, hey, I've been performing. Here's how many sales I got last month. And, you know, here's what I'm doing. And trust me, they're willing to negotiate if you're bringing them a lot of new business. And if you look at the end of the day, 
I've brought in for certain companies millions of dollars of revenue. If I'm bringing in millions of dollars of revenue, that is a lot more than, for example, someone that is even an employee for that company, like let's say a salesperson. I mean, if an affiliate is doing millions of dollars of revenue to the company, I mean, that's just something that, you know, they really value that relationship and they have to invest into whether that means upping your commission whether that means working more in an integrated approach giving you a custom landing page etc etc there's you know there's a lot of power in being an affiliate if you own a brand now a lot of people think like oh you know i need to have a social media following i need to be an influencer these websites none of these have a social media influencer as like the face for the most part there are these big brands that have many writers that they hire that you know whether it's in-house whether it's contracted whether it's guest posting so best reviews is the first one let's talk about a bigger sale and this one's pretty wild but credit karma which is more than just like a dinky you know little blog obviously uh, they actually have some software aspect but their main 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 source of revenue is affiliate marketing through financial services credit cards and offers like loans for example credit karma sold for seven billion dollars in february 2020 and this is actually you know obviously this is a massive 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 acquisition and um at the end of the day you know a lot of these companies they start as just blogs for example another one is nerd wallet nerd wallet which i believe is roughly worth close to a billion dollars today yeah. started actually as just a personal finance blog recommending credit cards and today it's obviously just a huge publication but um you go to their website it's mostly just content about best credit cards to buy and they've added a little bit more software where it's like you know asking you questions and surveys and stuff but yeah and and i think on that point of software this isn't crazy stuff like you need to hire engineers building basic quizzes that help people like there's stuff for credit card affiliate sites that that we've we've talked about before that wouldn't be that hard to do that that places struggle with a lot to just even even do and there's stuff you could come in any niche and just it's just going that one step further. And it's the same with commissions. It's not necessarily like, hey, I need to get to 100,000 views on every piece of content before I can negotiate these deals. No, the reason companies will negotiate with you is because if you have a good-looking brand, even if you don't get as many sales as some crazy like ClickBank kind of sketchy site, they'd rather work with you. They have to have it publicly gated because they don't, they don't want someone ruining their brand with weird black hat techniques. So if you do things the right way, you take time and, and create a brand, you'll be able to actually take advantage of some of these offers a lot faster than somebody else who just doesn't care about that, doesn't, doesn't do that sort of informational content like we talked about on the last episode. Yeah, you know, when it comes to branding and in my How to Start Field Marketing 2023 video i literally just made a logo in canva for free and you know before i would buy logos for five ten dollars off fiverr but now you know you can just make it for free using these free tools and at the end of the day you know some people they say oh a brand is not a logo this and that but every little piece it contributes to the trust and the authority right all these companies are these websites that sold they have a logo and a brand and they have like just a bigger, you know, sense of consistency when it comes to their website domain, um, you know, their logo and their just their sort of materials, right? Their content. And another one is the points guy, which I did not know was acquired and sold around 2012, it seems. And the points guy is very similar to like NerdWallet. I mean, it's all about credit card, 
you know, bonuses and offers and things like that. And, you know, these financial services and these companies obviously are so, so, so massive that when it comes to affiliate marketing and it comes to commissions and it comes to, you know, being willing to spend money to acquire more credit card users, right? I mean, there, you know, these websites alone are selling for the eight, nine figure range. And so another one that's very interesting that honestly probably deserves its own episode is Sleepopolis. Now, there's an article written both in Vox and in Fast Company about Sleepopolis. There was a huge drama and controversy about this mattress review website that involved companies like Casper. And maybe in that individual episode, we can go into the details a little bit more. But basically, there was this mattress website that you know still exists today. I think it was rebranded though, and it was. I think it was making just millions of dollars from recommending mattresses to people because there's a big boom in e-commerce mattresses. You know, the ones that you order, they're memory foam so they can compress. They deliver them to your door. I myself have bought probably three or four different brands in this space. And so, you know, these mattresses, they tend to cost close to $1,000, maybe like $700, $800 each on average. And this is, you know, obviously sleep is such a huge space. And then mattresses are very profitable, which means the affiliate commission was very, very generous for every single mattress sold. Um, I'll have to look at the article again. I believe every time they sold a mattress, it was a commission of like $100 to $200 or so because of how profitable the mattress is. Again, it's a high ticket item. You know, each mattress is around $700, $800 to $1,000. And if that's mostly profit, you can pay an affiliate $100 to $200 and still be very profitable. And I mean, some of these, literally, I think there's a quote in one of those articles where they like, went to Sleepopolis and were like, what do we have to pay you to get us to number one? Yes. Which is a thing, like, if, if you start getting traction, like, companies will reach out to you and be like, hey, what's it cost? And and you can start, and and you can start, and what's great about affiliate marketing is you can, like, you can pick. Who do you, who do you want to work with? What products do you actually like? And, and you can actually get that true win-win of being like, you know what? They're happily going to pay me a lot of money. I like this product because that's what will carry you in the long run. And and I like we said at the beginning, a lot of affiliates don't realize how important they are to companies. Companies really rely on affiliates. It's, it's a great form of marketing for them. Yeah. And I actually want to bring this up because I think it's very pertinent. But Kit, when someone says, okay, that's great and all, but that's a very high ticket product. Do I need to have like five different $1,000 mattresses in my home before I get started with this? So what what is your response to that? Because that's probably the first question that a lot of beginners are thinking right yeah. now. Yeah, I think one is you don't necessarily have to make your first niche a super high ticket one. You could also go with something a little bit smaller that you have access to because there's probably actually high ticket stuff you already own or you need to own for work or something like that that you can start mm-hmm. with. You can also, hey, do you actually need to buy a mattress? documenting, you know, and, and like we always say, don't just go and just try and copy, like chase the tail of the dragon in terms of, hey, that worked for someone, I'm going to do that. But with mattresses, hey, you have to buy a mattress. You can go through that process of testing them yourself, like you're supposed to do anyway as a consumer, document that process and be like, you know what, at the end of the day, I ended up going with purple or I ended up going mm. with any of these ones and being like, hey, this is why I chose it. I tried these other mattresses at stores. I had it delivered and, and returned to try it and I ended up choosing that. And that's a great way to sort of do authentic testing um, in a great way. But I think that a lot of it is working your way up, yep. starting with maybe a smaller product in that niche and going. And I think this this comes with sort of thinking bigger, which is, hey, I want to get to the point where I'm eventually promoting these thousand, two thousand dollar things. 
But yes. to start, I'm going to do the thing I can do, and I'm going to work my way to them. Yeah, you know, I want to add to that. So when it comes to your content to start, I th- immediately think of informational content. What are some common queries that people are searching up or FAQ type questions that you can write a whole blog article describing or answering just common questions that doesn't involve products or selling products? And at the end of the day, if you have listened to my content, um, I typically advise people to do like a 60% affiliate content, 40% informational content with no affiliate links and no selling because I think this is what Google wants to see. They don't want to see 100% transactional content because those sites tend to be very low quality. They tend to be very spammy. And so you need to fill up your website with a lot of information, which is going to drive a lot of SEO. People are searching those things up and they're not necessarily looking to buy anything right then and there, which obviously that's, you know, you won't be getting affiliate commission from something that doesn't have any links or any specific product or whatever, but you're building up your SEO, your domain authority, your expertise, authority, and trust, the EAT method with your brand, your website, your domain. And the sooner you start building that, because a lot of people, they have this idea of aging domains and aged domains have more authority. And they can, but they need to have some content with it too. You can't just buy a domain today, sit on it for two years, and then start a website and think that that's going to have an advantage. You need to have something that's indexing today, that has content, that's getting impressions on Google. That is something that's actually going to grow over time. You can't just buy a domain and then have no content attached to it because Google won't even, they won't even crawl that because there's no content on it. It will just be a parking page. And I've made that mistake. I bought lots of domains that I thought, okay, you know, I'm sitting on it and it's aging but that's not actually how it works. And at the end of the day, it's also just building a brand. I mean, when you build this brand, you you know, you get a really good domain which can cost $1 a month, $12 a year, right? Cheap. You go to GoDaddy, buy a domain. I've bought plenty and plenty and plenty. Uh, most of them don't get used, but hey, the ones that do get used, I mean, I spend a lot of time trying to find a good .com or .co and you know, connecting that to a website. JetPage makes it a lot easier. Before with WordPress, it was kind of like pulling teeth to like, go to the next step, step one, buy a domain. That's the fun, exciting part, the honeymoon period. Oh, this is gonna be so great. Then it's like, oh great, now I have to set up a new WordPress website and download like a dozen plugins and find a theme and get that all working together. And so, you know, today you have it a bit easier where you can have an idea and spin it up very fast and have a custom domain, which is really awesome. But when it comes to, you know, these brands and these websites, I've always been so big on creating authority and expertise and trust. And look, at the beginning, I know it's hard to like uh, acquire these products or have these products, but you have to start small. That's like the key thing at the end of the day. When you get to a point where you have traffic, companies will come to you and give you free products. So this mattress company or the, you know, Sleepopolis, when they started, they didn't start by having tons and tons and tons of mattresses. I believe they had maybe one or two and then they compared them and that was enough traction to where they were getting, you know, they were either making enough money from affiliate commission that they could literally just go buy another popular brand and compare it or those companies were reaching out to them to give them free product. And, and starting small, the advantage you have over these companies is, you know what? You do have the time to write the little article that the giant CNET is never going to touch because they're like, oh, I only want to write the product article that, that gets us affiliate commissions, like got a bottom line, let's go, let's go, let's go. But if you as a small affiliate are like, you know what? I'm going to take the time to explain what on earth these different types of materials mattresses are made out of. I read those articles all the time. They're really useful. They didn't even review a product, but they're like, here's, you know, 
here's what this product is made out of, why they yes. use that. You know, yeah, I read a whole thing the other day on like um, the Impossible Bur- Burger versus like Beyond, beyond in, like the differences between how they make them. It was fascinating. That really helped me in, in understanding that. And so writing that kind of content is going to build an audience. And if you have a website, you have email marketing, those people will come back to you. And, and it goes to seeing sort of the bigger vision of being like, you know what? I'm building a business. I'm building a brand. The great thing about affiliate marketing is you can do this where you have a full-time job and you can take the time to build a really good brand that no matter how much other companies want to copy, they can't. That's what really like took took um, Credit Karma and like shot him yes. up was people trusted him. People didn't like the credit bureaus no matter how much stuff they offered them. They liked the feel of Credit Karma and like their brand. And you can write a brand all the way to $7 billion. Yeah. I, I mean, I've always been big on branding since the very beginning. And, you know, when it comes to these dot coms and domains, they're going fast. I mean, it's hard to find really, really good, original, short, memorable dot coms. You typically have to go for the dot co or even, you know, go for something like a dot org, dot net, et cetera, maybe a dot io. But, you know, for the most part, you want to have a dot com. That's like the premium, but you are also going to see when you search on GoDaddy, a lot of the really good ones are either taken or they cost thousands of dollars. So, you know, buying a domain, that's the first step. And all of these websites that sold for, you know, whether it's eight, nine figures, they all have really great brands. And that's not a coincidence. Now, some of them, they rebranded, you know, maybe they had another domain or name before. And as they start to get bigger, they could reinvest and they could pivot to like maybe a more friendly brand name or buy the dot com finally once you know they had enough revenue but at the end of the day you have to start thinking long term from the very beginning but when it comes to actually what do you do day to day you start small in these bite-sized chunks now i want to move on to this other example which is the military wallet and this one's interesting to me it has an undisclosed amount for how much it was acquired for in 2021 but basically, the militarywallet.com, it's helping the military community manage money. So personal finance, but with a twist of like veterans and people who are in the military. And so when people talk about niches, you know, this is one that estimate estimates to have sold for over a million dollars. And you look at it, it's basically just a blog. And it's all about, you know, military focused personal finance advice. And there is stuff that is, you know, very niche to if you're in the military uh, you know, there's like um, the insurance company that's only like Navy Federal. I think Gronk is like always in yeah. those commercials and stuff. But look at this. People, they tend to think too broad when it comes to niches. They always want to do the most general thing to reach the most amount of people. But you can really find something that is a sub niche of a bigger niche. Like finance is the big niche. And then you have personal finance. And then you have military personal finance for military families and veterans and a great example of someone being like here's this thing i know like i'm sure this person who started it they were like you know what i'm a military spouse from the military i've had to try and navigate all this stuff yep here let me help you and it's something where it's either a personal experience of like hey i'm really passionate about some people passionate about travel some people passionate about credit cards some people just you can simplify things that you know are complicated you've done a lot of research in or you go hey for work i have to do all this stuff let me turn that expertise into money. Yeah, and look, you know, we go on the about page of the militarywallet.com. The founder served over six years in the United States Air Force and as an aircraft mechanic. So there you go. <laughs> you know, obviously, it's no coincidence that 
the military wallet was created by a veteran. And, you know, I mean, there's so many examples of this. And we're just talking about big, you know, these are multi-million dollar exits for these websites. And they're, they're really just blogs for the most part with a lot of content. Uh, but one I want to, you know, two more examples I actually want to share. One is IGN. Now, this one wasn't sold or acquired. This is just one that is a large media publication. IGN is a gaming website that does reviews of video games and consoles and you know even media today. And one thing I had noticed throughout the years of going on IGN is they pivoted a lot of their content towards affiliate marketing. They have like IGN deals where they do almost like daily deals on Amazon. And you know, these are all affiliate links. Like you just go IGN.com you just scroll through their content and you see how I would say maybe one one fourth or one third even of the content is all like focus on peripherals and selling affiliate products on Amazon with Amazon Associates links and other, you know, other uh, e-commerce brands. But then, you know, they have the ad revenue, obviously, which is what they mostly focused on back then. But I noticed that they had pivoted towards a lot of this like daily deals type thing. So you can see how these huge publications are pivoting towards affiliate marketing to become a very, very, you know, big source of revenue in addition to ad revenue and sponsorships, because it's something that will just create a more sustainable business. And it's just interesting to see, you'll see this with pretty much all the big media publications, especially during times like this in 2023. And moving forward, you're going to see a lot of affiliate content on these giant brands that they try to make money sustainably and affiliate marketing is one of the ways that they can do that so uh i want to talk about the wire cutter this is one of my favorite websites when it comes to a format for affiliate marketing now you know you go on wirecutter.com which if you're unfamiliar it's owned now by new york times yep yeah that's about it and they bought them for 30 million dollars 30 million dollars and this was in 2016 so i would I would estimate that Wirecutter, what it's worth today, is probably $100 million and upwards. But this was bought in 2016, so they kind of got a good deal if you ask me. Wirecutter is one of the best formats for an affiliate website. Now, they have a little bit more resources. So they're able to do these very in-depth tests where it's very scientific. They use Sometimes they use like these instruments to like really test out like different tech gear. And they're able to have just like a really, really, really nice blog with tech reviews. And they're able to buy these products, have them in hand, and make really high quality content. This is what people should aspire to. You don't have to start here, but this is a model of what you need to aspire to in the future. You want to make the wire cutter of your niche eventually, where you are able to acquire the products, whether the companies are selling them to you, which is most likely, or you're, you actually have enough revenue to uh, purchase any relevant ones yourself. You can test it, whether it's using these exotic tools, or maybe they're not so exotic. Maybe you, know, you go on Amazon, you can get some of these uh, tools and these measurement things for like... 20, 30 bucks. But at the end of the day, you want to create a brand that has a methodology with how they review things. And they explain the methodology. And that's something that Google has said in their latest uh, product review updates and helpful content updates. They want you to explain, you know, and have certain things like pros and cons uh, inside of your article. And then why should you trust us? How did we test these products? You want to have these things on your page because it's going to boost your SEO moving into the future. And this is what consumers want. I want 
to buy the best product that beat out 20 other products or 10 other products in a shootout, you know? So Wirecutter, they're going above and beyond, but this is literally like the end game for if you're trying to make the best uh, possible affiliate marketing website is you will have to invest. But by the time that you get to that sort of brand in terms of impressions and traffic, then you will have the resources to essentially invest into these things. And at the end of the day, the ones who are able to break away from like the low quality spammy affiliate sites that have a weak brand, you just keep growing and keep separating yourself from the pack. That's the thing that I've noticed throughout the years is that when you go above and beyond, you set yourself apart from like the 95% of brands out there that just are not putting in as much effort. They're just not thinking big enough either when it comes to the branding. Some people, they gloss over the domain. Um, you know, they don't really invest into it too much, but the ones who really even create something like a mission statement on their website, I know it sounds almost like, you know, too grandiose for like an affiliate blog, but trust me, the ones that are successful, they tend to have a real mission behind it. And I, and I think kind of it's that old thing about like dress for the job you want, not for the job you have. Like, yes. Cre- and there's a whole thing, you know, in, in that, you know, six hour free course that's available on ODIproductions.com about, you know, how to create a million dollar brand, even when you're starting out. Jeff yes. makes that easy too. But creating something where you go, I'm going to aim higher, right? If you just sit out and we're like, I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to make some cookies. Okay. But if you're like, no, I really want to make a really good one. I'm going to be like, these are premium luxury items. It's the same way with your website and your brand being like, no, I'm going to stand out because nobody knows it's just you. They just see like, wow, it's really professionally written content. Like, man, I can't wait for them to have more. They only have five reviews. That's fine. You know, I want to be subscribed. I want to know when they have more because when you find a site that actually shows like how well researched they are and, and speaks about any kind of product, you will return to them again and again. And those people will really help you grow. Yeah, my parallel is with YouTube. If you want to get a million subscribers, then your channel and content needs to look like a million subscriber channel from the go. And there's so many examples of this. And I'm seeing such great small channels that have amazing audio and video quality and just very entertaining editing and content. And there's and then they'll have like 2,000 subscribers. And people will be commenting all the time, I can't believe you're a small YouTuber. I thought I thought you were massive based on your content because it was so high quality. That is exactly the type of mindset and approach you need to have moving into 2023 because before when the competition wasn't as sophisticated or there just wasn't as many competitors, you could get away with like shortcuts. You could get away with not giving max effort. In this day and age, it is more competitive than ever. So every single little thing you can do to set yourself apart, you have to be memorable. That's the other thing with having a really good domain is people need to be able to remember it to revisit and become a return visitor. If someone visits your domain, they leave after one page and they just don't even remember, then that is going to give you a high bounce rate, low engagement. It's going to tank your SEO. You really need to find a way to stand out. And part of that is niching down more. And again, you know, if you're just too general, congrats, you're going to be competing with with unnecessary amount of competition. When you start to sub niche down more and more and more. And again, you know, some of these sub niches you may think is too small, but it's like you may not be small enough, honestly. And so that is basically the key takeaway from this is 
create this brand and these assets that one day could sell for nine figures or more as there's many examples of this. We were only able to go over a handful today, but there's actually uh, a list of dozens we were looking at earlier. And so that's basically it. Um, you know, I really encourage you guys to, you know, you have a long-term vision, but you start small from a day-to-day -day in terms of your activity. And that's the hard part for a lot of people, you know, it's either they're thinking too short term or they when they do think long term, it intimidates them and thus they don't take any action. And that's, you know, that's just human nature right there. And so what you need to do is break it down into bite-sized chunks and just start. You know, if it's informational content with zero affiliate links, start there. Try and produce one to two of those per week. Post it. Send it to Google, you know, submit your sitemap to Google Search Console, watch your impressions grow every single week, every single day. And over time, when you do have traffic, you don't even need to be making money. You just need to have traffic. Trust me, companies are going to pay attention as long as you know how to frame it, like in an outreach email, companies will be more than happy to, whether it's sending you free products, to work with you, to raise your commissions, but you must have a brand. You must have something that, you know, is truly professional and, and really sets you apart. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode today. And if you did, make sure to give us a positive review on Apple Reviews or Spotify or whatever platform that you listen to the podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in every single week. Again, I have a free six-hour course. If you're lost with how to get started with affiliate marketing, go to odiproductions.com, top right, get free course. Just put in your email. You'll get a link to sign up for the Teachable course. You can access the six hours of free modules and you know i really suggest you guys check that out but if you have an idea get started on that today get started and connect it to a domain get connected to a live website so you can start aging that domain and you can start indexing on google and yeah that's pretty much it for today so thank you guys again for tuning in and we hope to catch you next week